right, and we're back. Another episode. We're on episode number 40 of Post Fades and She Stakes, hot off the heels of Super Bowl 55. So, sadly, the 2020 season of the NFL is now over, but uh, offseason's already in full swing with QB trades and rumors everywhere. And apparently, now Russell Wilson might get traded, but no, I'm just kidding. There was a there was a report, but I don't think anyone would ever actually put any any clout under that. So, no. Um, but nope. speaking of top tier quarterbacks, so Super Bowl saw Patty Mahomes and Tom Brady. Um, so I guess my initial reactions were I was I was shocked to be honest. Um, yeah. Because when, when we were – the last episode when we were talking about it, um, I said that I, – I clearly said that the linebackers for the Bucks were going to have trouble because I was like, there's no way they're going to be able to stop Kelsey and then also prevent Hill from going over the top. And I was so, so wrong because that's exactly what they did. I know. Uh, nothing. You're wrong a lot. I'm not surprised. <laughs> it, wasn't a, it wasn't like a, a lack of like – I didn't think it was possible. It was just, I thought the rest of the town around Casey would have been able to, you know, come to play, especially during like, you know, the most important game, you know, something that you work for all year. Um, they just came out flat. They came out. Um, they just were so sloppy. All those penalties. Um, yeah, the penalties were really, I, I was shocked by how bad they played. They just fell right on their face. And I was talking about last week, why I liked them is because, yeah, they're a veteran championship team. They were here last year. They ran through the, the season as the best team by far. They had no issues in the playoffs. Um, and they just came out and just laid a complete egg. They No adjustments, nothing. You know, I was really disappointed in Reed. I thought he coached a very bad game. You know, it's just you're watching the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. You're watching Mahomes run for his life, and you're kind of changing anything, you know. I you know, I thought Mahomes probably should have ran a little bit more. You know, he had a couple scrambles there in the beginning of the game that helped. Um, they should have just ran the ball in general, try to get some short passes, screen passes going. And it just they just didn't seem to change anything from the beginning of the game towards the end. Um, you mentioned Tyreek Hill, man. He was nowhere to be found. He didn't do anything. Yeah, I, I, and what's crazy is, like, on the other side, like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin – didn't do anything either. They had like four combined catches for like 40 yards or something like that. Like, yeah, but you know what? Gronk, he loves the game. Brady goes to Gronk in those, in those playoff games. He loves, uh, loves his Gronk connection. Yeah. But I, I definitely think, um, you know, I, I still think the MVP, I, I don't really understand fully how they vote, but apparently sometime in the third quarter uh, or like the start of the fourth quarter, like whoever's on the voting board, um, it's all like in person. So they like send in their handwritten like vote for who should be an uh, Super Bowl MVP. Um, and I guess they just were like, yeah, give it to Brady. I mean, he I mean, was, yeah. he, he, he did what he had to do. He wasn't like anything super spectacular, but he played well, played smart. He put up 31 um, points. That's pretty, that's pretty good. I yeah, thought he played, sure. a, he played an efficient game. He made all the right throws. He made, he played yeah, a Tom Brady game. That was the key. Yeah. Um, but I, I personally, I mean, like like on our, our post, I think, you know, Devin White was definitely deserving 12 tackles and an interception to seal, basically seal the game. I mean, the Chiefs were kind of out of it at that point, but 
that interception was basically the icing on the cake. And I mean, Todd Bowles called a, a hell of a incredible game. game. That defense played amazing. I was uh, very, very impressed. They just, the f- they were in the backfield all every play, you know, the offensive line uh, injuries were obviously well known, but man, that was a poor performance. I actually had a little faith in Mike Remmers because like, he, you know, he's a, he's a tackle. He's played before. He's a starter. He started a Super Bowl with the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, he got torched by Von Miller, but you know, it was just more of the same. This guy's just no good in the Super Bowl. Um, that's why I was, that was my real disappointment was the, the lack of adjustments. Like they just didn't do anything. They yeah. just let Mahomes get his life chased away. And, you know, really sloppy game for the Chiefs. I, you know, obviously Reed's got a lot going on with his kids. So, you know, I, I maybe that was, yeah, well, I, he was definitely probably thinking of that, you know, it just showed poor coaching, um, no adjustments, the penalties, the penalties killed them. I've, I've never seen the, the Chiefs with Mahomes look that bad. This is the worst oh. game I've ever seen them play with Mahomes. It was the biggest loss, like biggest point differential loss he's had since like college or something. Yeah, they didn't score a touchdown. No. The, mo- uh, the most potent offense in the, in the league. They couldn't, couldn't score a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, just like how, you know, what I was saying last episode, you, I believe it was you who were saying that, uh, like you said, you were expecting the, the tackles to step up, but, you know, losing you know two of your good of two really talented tackles like that that ended up being the the deciding factor in my opinion for watching because like if i had told you you know leading up to the season that um andy reed is gonna lose the super bowl in the trenches like you would be like but andy reed's philosophy is to build in the trenches and that's how his teams are always so successful Mm -hmm. so the fucking ears just manhandled him with a four-man rush uh they literally just basically took away any deep i don't think mahomes completed any pass over like 25 yards because they just had the safeties playing way back so the too high safety thing worked out in their favor and that's what i was like it's just linebackers took out the tight ends and the four-man pressure got there so it was yeah nothing changed out of it for them i i'm like because i mean mahomes was sacked three times which wasn't as much you know just that he was running for his life all game i know but he was getting away from the um the first couple guys pretty successfully and he was getting out of the pocket that's why i don't understand why he just stopped scrambling like there were it wasn't like he was making the first guy miss pretty consistently on those uh on those blitzes and when they got pressure you know just do that a couple times make them worry about your legs so they bring that safety in closer and then you can try to take the top off but yeah, he, it, it looked bad. And, you know, the, the defense played a hell of a game. The, the, the secondary played really well. You know, they covered really well. Um, Chiefs defense, I think, kind of laid an egg, too. I know they didn't look that great on defense either. That, too. You know? Like, I, I was hyping them up, and I was saying they were underrated. I thought they were going to play really well. And then they just came out flat, couldn't cover, couldn't pass rush. Like, um, Mathieu was just, you know, not that great. Caused a couple penalties. And, oh, well, the one P.I. was pretty bullshit that was not even catchable still but you know the, the one up all sides yeah. and stuff like that like that and that you can't do because that was a field goal that turned into what a touchdown like that yeah that's uh, what happens you can't give them the, those opportunities they just the, the penalties they was just really sloppy game bad coaching bad playing yeah um hats off to somebody and the buccaneers though they played really well and honestly that was this was one of the more impressive like seasons i've seen from from a football team just think they were they, the, the team's very similar besides from Brady Gronk and a few other guys that they brought in the middle of the season it's the same same with team that went by seven and nine last year with James Winston throwing 30 interceptions you know apparently they just need the quarterback change and well, they, it's it, it's a Brady effect I mean look if you look at who like won them that game 
it was all people who were new to the Buccaneers this season. You had Gronk yeah. score two touchdowns. Antonio Brown scored a touchdown. Leonard Fournette had a good game. He was running people over. Like that's yeah. the Brady effect. Those are all players who came to play with Tom Brady. Um, so I, yeah, I think without a doubt that was the biggest surprise to me. And it's because I was kind of in that same boat that um, not not that Brady. I don't think he. I didn't think he was assistant quarterback, but I thought him and Belichick benefited each other uh, in a good way that they both benefited. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they're not, it's not like one was superior than the other, but I did think that Brady was going to maybe not be as good. And then here he goes and wins a Super Bowl. First year. That's first a, it took, took him no time. First year. Well, that was the thing is like, like I had them going 10 and six in my predictions before the season started 10, six wild card. And I guess I had them lose like first, second round. And that was mostly because of the familiarity. And I was like, I don't, I can't envision him coming in in the first year with all these moving pieces, learning a new system, playing with uh, Bruce Arians, a very like sometimes difficult coach who wants, you know, wants the best out of you, but we'll get in your face. And that's not really Brady's style. Um, but they just, yeah, they just hats off to all the coordinators. They've coached a hell of a game. I just, yeah. It was like, it was a weird, it was like the game was boring. Uh, like, from a, yeah, a, a viewer standpoint, yeah. But from like a, a football purist perspective, like the Buccaneers did, like their game plan was probably almost perfectly as executed. Like, oh yeah, everything was going their way. They weren't really having any trouble getting down the field. I think they punted once or twice. Um, it it was just impressive. And I mean, like the defense. So Mahomes was pressured on twenty nine out of fifty sec fifty six of his dropbacks, most in Super Bowl yeah. history. Um, the crazy stat that I saw, which I I thought was a typo, he ran for 497 yards behind the line of scrimmage, like trying to get away from defenders. Like that. Yeah. Oh no, he was moving. That's not. He like he he saved himself. They could have they could have ten sacks on him, but he was getting away from the first guy pretty consistently. Here's the other thing that drives you nuts, and I know Andy does this all the time, but. Clyde Edwards-Hiller had nine rushes. They ran the ball nine times. He averaged a 7.1 yards per carry. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're going to get your quarterback killed. This strategy is not working. Why not just run the ball? Like, it, it, the, the, just the lack of adjustment. No screens. Like, Tyreek Hill, another thing. Tyreek Hill is one of your best players. You saw him last week. You just need to get the ball in his hand. Yeah. To, to do the stuff you were doing last week, the, short passes with him and just get the ball in his hand. And it's just – it was a really bad game. But the defense played awesome. They, they they knew what the Chiefs wanted to do, and they took it away. And the Chiefs never, um, never changed. Yeah. My two uh, two things that I've noticed people saying after the game, uh, for one, I feel like too many people are defending Mahomes because of, like, you know, him running around, trying to make a play. It's like – keep in mind, he – like, his receivers, there were a lot of drop balls. Uh, and he yeah some of his some of the plays he really did have to scramble out and run around and make crazy throws but the same time like i understand he's being pressured but he bailed out of the pocket so fast on every play he was doing spinoramas and all this shit like if deshaun watson carson even you know russell wilson were when they do that they get yelled at and people are like oh why are they why is he on the ball why is he running around trying to get sacked like mahomes was doing the same thing and people were praising him like let's keep this narrative the same here. Like just because Mahomes is, you know, highly talented, arguably top three quarterback in the league doesn't mean he gets a pass. He didn't play great. It was probably one of the worst games I've seen him play. 
you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Aside, if you still have there. you still have Travis Kelsey. You still have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. You still have Tyree Kill. Like all these playmakers, you know. So it's not. It can't all be forgotten on his part. You know, you have players to get the ball to. You know, if they drop it, they drop it. But oh, I yeah. thought he was very inaccurate, especially in the first half, and I think that costed them. But at the end of the day, you know, it helps to have a healthy line. Uh, yeah. It helps to have players execute. Um, even the offense looks like players looked like they were coming back slow to the to the line to line up and. Oh, that's how they looked like they had no juice. They were just undisciplined. They looked, yeah, they looked it, like they gave up by that, like half. Like, I, I, you know, you never want to count out Patrick Mahomes. But, like, I was watching this game. I was like, the Chiefs just have nothing. They, there's no excitement. There's no energy. Like, nothing. I think it was unfair. I think this is the worst. This was the worst year to have a home team playoff, a home team Super Bowl game. Like, the Buccaneers had such an advantage of already being there. Because the, the Chiefs didn't fly until Saturday. Like that, well, that had to have had a slight effect on them. Yeah, well, that was their own decision. That 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 was not a smart Even decision. I, yeah, but that's the, the, you know you got no one to blame besides you know yourself on that one. No, at the end uh-huh. of the day, Buccaneers, man. I'm just saying, you know, the whole Andy Reid and the Sun thing, the having to fly over like a day or two before the game, like it wasn't set up for them to succeed um, as much as the buck as much as it was for the Buccaneers. But at the end of the day, the Buccaneers far executed or beyond um with the well chiefs. the chiefs are gonna be interesting to see now because now they had their bring back the earth moment you know everyone is super high you know the chiefs won the super Bowl last year and then they were talking about how they're gonna win five and six of them and you know they're gonna go oh, back no. to back and it's oh, gonna be yeah. easy yeah i mean i'm not saying it's terrible but this you know they really they really crashed and burned and this was the worst game i've seen them play um it'll be interesting to see if they can you know see what they respond like you know you still have Mahomes, so it'll be fine He'll, um, he's i will say of, of Mahomes. You know, he is in only his, what, third year in the NFL? He's a hell of a hell of a leader. Like, all, he didn't blame – didn't even, like, hint at blaming anybody. Didn't even bitch about the penalties, you know. Manned up, said he played a bad game, you know. He's going to look at tape, fix his game. Like, he'll come out next year on fire. He'll, he, he'll rebound. I'm not worried about the Chiefs at all. Um, well, that's they have a couple for him. They have He's a couple players coming back. Uh, Buccaneers have uh, – Shaq Barrett and Godwin. I think they're going to lose Godwin. I think he'll sign a big contract somewhere else, but they'll probably yeah. be for Shaq Barrett to come back. And who knows what Gronk's doing and AB? But I mean, listen, when you win a Super Bowl, you usually want to take all your players. So you know, but Tom Brady's still there. People are still going to want to play with Tom Brady. Yeah, they're going to be I, okay. I do have a question for you though, because I, I I saw this argument floating around quite a bit. Um. Now that Tom has seven championships, is he below at the same level or better than Michael Jordan as far as best players across all sports? You know what? I, I, this, this I think I'm year, in the minority of this argument. I think I would probably say yes. It just just look at what he's done and the different ways he's done it. Um, this this was really impressive. Going to a new team, a team that doesn't have winning a winning culture or anything, and just bringing a culture, building a culture, and doing it in one year. It, it was amazing. This this was pretty much the same team that when seven to nine the year before they just switched out Brady for Winston and got a couple of veterans along the way. But you know, 
for the most part, the team was very similar and he just came in and what was the difference? It's just, you also look at like how he's done it. Like he's, he's gone through so many different teammates, you know, different coordinators. Uh, Jordan kind of played with the same Phil Jackson was there for every ring. Uh, Scotty Pippen was there for every ring. His mm-hmm. team was very similar, but Brady's reinvented himself multiple times over. Like he was the, the gunslinger, you know, in the, those uh, years when they were losing to the giants, you know, he had that game manager period where he wasn't making mis- you know mistakes, but he was just making the right move, and then he became the leader. Um, this the, going to Tampa Bay that was the, like that. People aren't you just don't do that. You don't just go to a team say we're we're going to the Super Bowl and then go win the Super Bowl the first year. Yeah, that's impressive. And Jordan never had to do that. He just stayed in the same spot. And granted, it was he never had to leave. You know, he could six rings out of it. You know, yeah. that's pretty awesome. But and I know Brady's argument. I think the only argument you can really make in Michael Jordan's favor is that, you know, he never lost the final, but now Brady's seven out of 10, like he might've lost three, but the seven out of 10 is a pretty good percentage. Yeah. I, so I'm with you. I think as far as like success, you know, how impressive it was, I, I would say Brady, you know, like you said, it's just, I think people put too much stock into the fact that Jordan never lost the finals and won won MVP in all six. It's like, yeah, it's impressive as hell, but you have to keep in mind, you know, Jordan wasn't, you know, he had, like you said, a very similar build team. Um, Very, he was surrounded with good players. You know, it wasn't like he was LeBron James in Cleveland, you know, trying to run the show. Um, You know, he, he was very much uh, had a good supporting cast. And I think people look at what Jordan was as like a groundbreaking player I was more of like, you know, he was the face of the NBA for the, you know, 80s and 90s. Whereas Brady's, I don't know if I'd say he's the face of the NFL, but he's one of the premier players. Um, yeah. You can't not like, he has seven titles in the NFL. Like there's like what the Celtics have, what, like 17 NBA championships. Like, yeah, this is the NBA and NFL aren't really that comparable in that aspect, but I think the NFL is much tougher to win championships and then the NBA you have, you can turn an NBA team around in you know, one year and it's not that hard, you know, just get the right well, place and have, you know, solid coaching NFL. Yeah. The fact that the Buccaneers, like you said, were able to go from seven wins to a Super Bowl title in one year. It's mind blowing. I know. Listen, it, it's amazing. It's the Brady effect. And, you know, that's why, well, first off, he has more championships than Jordan. Now that's, you know, now that he broke the yeah. tie, he's got seven, but, this is also something Jordan's never done. He's never had success on a team. You know, you could have made the argument that they yeah, would have been a little. Brady's 43. MJ yeah. came back into the league when he was like, what, almost 40 when he went to the, the Hornets or whatever it was. Yeah, the age, success there. the age thing is also in, in, insane. Like the fact yeah. that he's doing this at an age, I can't think of in any sport, any athlete that has been this successful at this high of an age. The Steelers, was it the Steelers and the Patriots have six Super Bowl titles. Tom Brady has seven. A single player has more titles than any NFL team. Like it's that's... amazing. Listen, one be one surprise makes who wins another one. You know, who knows how long he's gonna play, but I mean he, I see no reason why he should stop. He's on a he's in a good situation with a good team. Uh yeah. And he's still playing incredible. You know, he, he looks great. Yeah, they I would say it's hard to say. he definitely has this next year coming up. I think it depends on how he plays. If he if he can't, like, I can't imagine he plays poorly based on what I just saw. Um, mm-hmm. He's kind of ageless at this point. 
but you know, I would say probably two more years he'll play um, playoffs. But I don't. This team is really talented, but I don't know. This was a momentum thing. I feel like they were, they had a rough November, like an okay December, and then they caught fire in the playoffs. You know, well, I mean, Reed, naturally, Rogers, yeah. Mahomes, like three of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, but they'll they'll be a, a good team for a, a couple of years now. They have a good young core. Um, you know, Devin White's an animal. They have, you know, if they lock up Fournette, they have him and Jones as a nice tandem at running back. And obviously, Mike Evans is really good and OJ Howard. So yeah, they have talent. They have good coaching. So they'll be good. The Chiefs will be good. Um, yeah, you know what? Congratulations to Tampa, though. Big win. Very impressive. I was, uh, I obviously, Tampa Bay. I've been picking against Tampa pretty much every playoff game. And, you know, they played in besides the Washington that's, one. That, and, that's and, part and, of the reason I went with the Chiefs because I was like, look, I've been betting against Brady three, two, two, three weeks in a row now. I was like, I can't, I can't just flip the switch. I won't be doing that ever again. I've learned my oh, lesson. I, you think, yeah, seven Super Bowls we got to, but, you know, if they're, I, if they're in it again, I'm, I'm Tom Brady repeat. <laughs> yeah ridiculous so but um i think that that wraps that up now let's let's talk about the you know embarrassments of the league you know we talked about the good stuff you have to i want to say one thing about this wentz trade rumor okay i'm still not on the the trade wentz wagon yet because if they trade wentz then i'd rather have kept doug peterson the way i look at it was you know it was one or the other and now Wentz still seems like he still doesn't want to be here. So that's just idiotic on your part that you didn't, you know, talk to him, figure that out for him. Mm-hmm. Now, the, now the trade to the Bears and the rumors you're hearing, if they bring back Nick Foles <laughs> and they do this, they do this whole thing all over again to a new quarterback. Yeah. I like how we should already be fired, but this is inexcusable. You have a young quarterback who is your future, whether you want to believe it or not. He's your future, especially if you trade Wentz. Going into a second year where he's ready to take the reins and take over the franchise, you're going to bring in the quarterback that's beloved in the city. is in a hero. He has a statue out in the, the field. So does the ex-coach. <laughs> it'll take probably two incomplete passes from Jalen Hurst until people are screaming for Nick Foles to come back in. People are, if they bring in Nick Foles, people are going to want him to start right away. And you know what? It's just it's it's mind blowing to me how much this team just goes backwards. We just go in circles and do the same thing over and over and over and over again. At least they're consistent. At least they're consistent in their desire to just screw over whatever quarterback they have. They have no interest in in helping them. You know, I can't fathom what they're thinking of by bringing in Foles. Like, do you really? You saw this whole experiment blow up in your face. Do you really want to do this to Jalen Hurts? I'm, I, I just I can't wrap my head around it. If they trade him, fine. Don't bring him back Foles. I love Foles so much, I do. But this is just going to put Jalen Hurts and the team in a tough situation again. This is what you try to get away from. This is what Carson, Carson Wentz probably wants to leave the team because he was never able to get over the Nick Foles drama. And then you did it again when you drafted Jalen Hurts, and now you're going to do it again to Jalen Hurts with trading for Nick Foles. Like you pissed off three different quarterbacks in a row. That's just mind blowing. I'll I will be I will be fuming if they trade Wentz and then move up in the draft and take a quarterback. I just especially if it's a guy from North Dakota, like I'm going to no, I'm going to that lose can't my happen. mind. Yeah. I it's just 
this there's no like there's no path or there's no plan we just they just do things like it doesn't seem like anyone is actually thinking about you know moves that can be made maybe they do draft quarterback at six which would make no sense but you know what drafting Jalen Hurts in the second round didn't make any sense anyway so it's just like these moves never make sense we got rid of Doug Peterson you think to keep Carson Wentz now we're trading Carson Wentz you, you know you're gonna d- trade Carson Wentz and build with Jalen Hurts but then I wouldn't shock me if you draft their quarterback like they just the moves don't make sense like they just seem like they have no plan no action no idea what they're doing no and it's like it was funny because I remember in the middle of the season we were saying you know ride out the Doug Peterson thing this year call it a fluke and then we were like give him one more year and then we'll be like all right if you don't play if you don't coach well again you're gonna get the axe so you know when he was fired, I tried to talk myself into it and be like, okay, well, if I already wasn't super confident in him and was kind of iffy on, you know, give him another year. And now it's like, okay, but now I'm like thinking the opposite. I'm like, okay, but we got rid of him to move forward with Wentz. And now we're going to move backwards without Wentz and restart and re and it's like, nothing makes sense. They just do, do things go, just to do it. How do we go from 2017 Super Bowl champions to dumpster fire in three years? Like, it's it's insane. Because they have no idea what they're doing. They just, like, at times you think they're doing a full-on rebuild. At times you think they're just trying to run it back, see maybe if they can get healthy, see if they can reinvent, you know, Wentz again. But it just doesn't make sense. Lori needs to step back. I, I, I think that's a big part of why they've had, they've just fallen so quickly. Howie's never stepped down. <laughs> well, yeah, well, Howie's not going anywhere. We know that. So at least get the owner to stop with the move because oh. he's been just as bad. Like, I don't, I've never saw Robert Kraft get more involved after they won a Super Bowl. He mm-hmm. stays, keeps his role. You know, I get it. You won the Super Bowl and you're probably all excited now. You know, you're feeling good. Your buddy, your best friend is, is you know, the GM. He needs to step back. Preferably would like to fire Howie, but that's not going to happen. Because it sounds like if you trade Wentz, you're going to have to do a full-scale rebuild. You're still a zillion dollars over the cap, so it probably would help you just to get cut everyone that you can and rebuild and build the whole thing over again. But I'm not really happy or sold that Howie Roseman's going to be leading this rebuild. That makes me think we're going to start this rebuild, and then two years, three years now, when they have nothing to show for it, probably do the whole thing over again. I think it, I think it'll be more of a soft rebuild where this year is like a like a down year, like a seven, nine, eight, and eight year, and then you know, the, the aspirations are for that 2022 that they'll be playoff contenders, but it all just, it, I mean, it really just depends on who the quarterback is because I, I, I'm not super sold on Hertz, but of I'm not. more confident if you give him a full off season and a, you know, coach that wants to run with him, you know, there's no, no controversy, no, drafting another quarterback like give him the give him the keys let him learn let him work with the receivers you know it seems like Miles Sanders is like buddy buddy with him already so get that get that going get that train moving we'll see what happens um because like I said he he had a great game against New Orleans um obviously you know defense is adjusted learned how to play against him but he's also gonna well, yeah. adjust the more he learns and grows so um, you hope you hope I I just you know, it wouldn't shock me if next week uh, when we're on here, uh, you know, we're talking about Wentz's new team, but it also wouldn't shock me if next week we're saying Eagles decide not to trade Wentz going with him as the starter or going QB battle. Like, 
it's just this whole thing. Nothing is clear because Wentz hasn't said anything. The Eagles, well, they're not going to say anything, but this is all just, it's all just speculation. Nobody actually knows whether that Nick Foles and Tariq Cohen trade for in our first round pick for Wentz was actually going to happen. Like who knows? It's, that's also the biggest thing. It's like Wentz's silence, you know, bothers me. Um, His silence makes me think that he wants out and he's always wanted out and he's, you know, at least, I, I mean, I won't say he's really handling it great, but he's not like Deshaun Watson just going at the organization. If, but if he was this, less talented, if he was more of like a Jared Goff type talent, I think I would be more like cool with the idea of it. But I think I'm holding on because I know I like I've seen the crazy throws. I've seen him have, you know, phenomenal years. But the more I hear about him, the less I like like uh, the whole uncoachable thing, like, um, you know, thinking he's the the best player in the room kind of deal like he doesn't he's not coming off as you know a, a great teammate you know um, yeah and that's that's not a good image you want and whether that's because he's from you know the north dakotas where nobody fucking lives and he was the best player in the whole radius you know whether you know it's possible that that's all he's ever known that is that he was the best player um uh, and then that's kind of drilled into his mental um but you know in the nfl it's not how it goes so i think it'd probably better for both organizations to just move on at this point um yeah i i mean i wasn't i'm i mean i wasn't really in favor of trading them because i've been saying this since the switch happened with hurts the nightmare situation which i still i think still is going to play out i don't know if hurts is a franchise quarterback i haven't seen anything you know yet that makes me think he is and i still think wins has talent and i think that if he goes to an organization he'll probably figure it all out and probably do really well um yeah wentz will wentz will either have a repeat of this year because he can't you know put aside his pride and let him let you know coaches coach him or he'll have you know a renaissance year you know if if wentz gets traded and he succeeds in year one with the new team how he has to be fired the minute that happens oh 100 has to be hired because week week one 500 yards six touchdowns Fire him. Fire. Because <laughs> that's, that's a fireable offense. Because now you're seeing your franchise quarterback be a franchise quarterback to someone else. And you had him in the room. You had him situated. You had him. You had the franchise locked in. You have him on the contract and everything. Yep. And you just ruined it. You ruined the whole thing. I will say, at the end of the day, um, so what was he? He was here for five seasons? 2016, Rookie yeah. year, MVP, almost year. So the this was his, this was his fifth year yeah um it wasn't it wasn't a failure by any stretch um you know if this is the goodbye you know he gave us some good years um i know a lot of people talk down on his last two years but again look at what he had to work with you know he was basically working with what mahomes had in the super bowl but with less wide receiver talent you know look how much mahomes would run around with broken down offensive line. So I, I get the criticism of Wentz, especially the, the intercept, like keep in mind the fumbles have always been a problem, but the interceptions was never his issue. Mm-hmm. Um, all these interceptions that people keep bringing up this, that was all from this year. Like he's not yeah. been an interception prone quarterback in his previous career, like previous years. Um, but you know, he got, say what you will, he got us that Super Bowl. I don't care what anyone says. Um, he, that team was very talented on defense, you know, very, it was, it was a very together um, fight for each other team. 
but they wouldn't have been in, in that position to have home field advantage throughout the playoffs without Wentz. He got them to 13 and two before he tore his ACL against the Rams. There's no, like people need to understand that the home field advantage thing was by far one of the biggest reasons the Eagles made it to the Super Bowl. So, oh, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, once, you know, helped get them there, you know, Foles took it from there though, but. Right. Uh, Granted, you, we don't yeah. know what would have happened had Wentz not gotten hurt, but I, I stand by that. I think his, his, his impact was very, very like some, some people will be like, you know, the dumb Eagles fans. Oh, he didn't really deserve a ring. Like, shut the fuck up. Oh, like, of course then. Well, look, he, he, the five years he played first, he, three, three playoff appearances. You know, he he got us in the playoffs. We were in the playoffs when he got hurt. Yeah. You know, we were in the spot locked up. And, you know, he willed himself and the team in when he had the backups in the, that one year. And then he was, you know, got us in again. And then unfortunately got hurt. And he didn't get to finish the game in the playoffs. So I wouldn't say it was a negative um, um, tenure here. I, it's got, it shows me the, just the inept leadership and management that this team has that they've completely ruined their franchise quarterback. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, it's it's just amazing. And if he gets traded, it'll be the, you know, this will be the end of the saga and it'll be really, you'll look back on it and it's going to look awful. It's going to look how quickly <laughs> things were, were good and then they just fell apart and well, how poor the Eagles were a, in handling it. Um, a great comparison I saw. Um, someone had a side-by-side of Wentz's first five years and Drew Brees' first five years. So his first five years was in San Diego. And they, like, Wentz was very, like, statistically better in every category than Brees, from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, obviously, we know what Brees, when left the Chargers and signed with the, the Saints, how much his career took off. So I would not be shocked if the same thing happened. I would also not be completely shocked if once kind of sputtered out and um you know became a middle of the road quarterback because i think i'd be more surprised if he didn't succeed than if he uh, did i think right now based on what i saw last season uh he is he's still top he's top 15 i don't know if i could still put him in top 10 because he just played horribly last year but i yeah. talent wise he's top 15 like there's you take you if you take the average NFL starting quarterback and look at what they do versus what Wentz can do. Uh, I, I just I look at the you know the size, the arm strength, the mobility. Um, you know the the whole. I, I understand the whole like holding onto the ball, not throwing it away is also problematic. But look, Mahomes does it, and when he hits, it's like you know game changing. So when Wentz does that and it hits the same kind of thing um hey I, I disagree with you on this the, the Mahomes scrambling around in the Super Bowl was different mind you he only took three sacks Wentz's biggest problem this year was the fact that he would just take so many sacks and it's like it was like he just didn't even understand like the rules of football like dude get the ball out of your hand that's what you have to do the, well, the 15 yard sacks every time that he takes that are, that are brutal that's, no, that's why everyone gets mad at him for holding on the ball because he never gets the ball out of his hand like throw it away yeah. No, I, I agree. That's fair. Uh, I do think Wentz oftentimes um, his scrambling usually relates to him holding onto the ball too long and then running out of the pocket. Whereas in the Super Bowl, I mean, Mahomes kind of was forced out of the pocket. Mahomes probably should have. Yeah, I still think he should have scrambled more. I think it would have really helped. But, um, you know, but I you think just for that comparison sake, I, I still think Mahomes just I don't think he trusted his line at all. And I think that's why he kept running. Um, I mean, did you I think see if them? he would, I don't blame him. 
I just I never really see him step up. He more of does. I've never seen a quarterback spin around so many times. Like he's trying to fake everybody out every play. Um, I mean, I give him credit. You know, he played it hard. He 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 tried to do what he could. Um, but I, I just if you look at if you watch Brady, he gets the ball out in less than three seconds every time he throws it. So well, it's because um, he had no mobility at all. But yeah, different different system, different play calling. But um, I I understand what you're saying with the the Wentz Mahomes comparison. Um, I didn't, I didn't mean all the time. I just meant yeah. in the grand scheme of things, but. Oh yes, of course. Of course. Yes. I understand. Okay. Okay. Glad we're on the same page. Um, yes. I mean that, that wraps up my thoughts. It's, uh, it's going to be weird. Um, again, I just, I just want clarity at this point. Uh, well, the Eagles organization doesn't give you clarity. So here your yes or no, your opinion. We'll wrap this up on this. Week from now, Monday next week, the what would that be? The fifteenth. Is Carson Wentz on the Eagles or is I he think gone? it's Valentine's Day, fourteenth next Monday. So, sure. Right. <laughs> what was the question? Will Wentz be on this team next week? Last I heard, uh, a trade was incoming, but not like super soon. Like as in like the day after the Super Bowl, but. I think um, if I had a, if I had a bet, but I would say Thursday or Friday we're gonna hear something. Um, okay. Whether Pretty it's fun. whether it's Wentz gets traded or a different quarterback gets traded and that shakes up his whole thing, like where he would go. Um, I'm, I'm now I'm hearing Deshaun Watson's not gonna get traded. Like that's what I'm saying. I'm, it's like we, we really don't understand that. anything that's going on until. I would say until like March when the free agency opens up, then we'll have a lot of clarity, but this yeah. week is going to be a hold your breath week. So, yeah, no, I've been telling you, Deshaun, I don't see Deshaun wanting to get traded there. You just don't do that. You know, you don't trade away young top five franchise quarterbacks. Houston is a terrible organization. Don't get me wrong. And he doesn't want to be there and yeah. it's going to be very awkward, but I don't see him going anywhere. I don't see them getting rid of him, but we'll see. And, if Wentz does get, does get traded, we'll have a $33 million dead cap hit. So that'll be fun. Great job, Howie. Well, Just I mean, that's incredible handling of this whole situation. That'll, that'll be part of it. That's the thing though. Like, so that's why I'm saying this year will be this coming up season will be kind of like a, a soft rebuild where they're not going to have a ton of money to go out and get players. Um, I mean, I would say Deshaun, all Sean, Malik Jackson, they're all probably going to get cut. Um, Older and they're for for money reasons. Uh, Jalen Mills, I, I don't think is coming back. Roby Coleman, I don't think is coming back. I think it's going to be a slightly different looking team. Obviously, quarterback, but it better be. I mean, they won four four games this past season. I just they better I not see, be running it back. I don't want to see Jason Peters on the line again. Um, mm. <laughs> but we'll we'll see. We'll see. It'll be uh, interesting. But from here, we'll do. Um, Obviously, start with some draft coverage, draft, trades, free agency. Um, still an exciting time in the NFL, so uh, all that fun stuff. But watch out for a emergency Carson Wentz trade if it happens. So, I just, man, I love the guy so much. I do. Do not bring Nick Foles back here. Just don't do it. I, I don't see where what 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 benefit they're going to get out of it. So that's my my that's my last piece. Yeah, I. This team is a emotional roller coaster. Like you need, they you just need have a, no direction. They have no idea what they're doing. They just do things. Therapist just 
to be an Eagles fan. Yeah, that's it's just they just do things. It's there's no reason behind it. There's no thinking. There's no long term plan. They just do them. I remember sitting in a bar watching them draft Wentz, thinking, "Oh, this could be cool. This could be exciting. Maybe he's he'll be the next franchise guy, the next Donovan McNabb." And then rookie year was promising. Next year was amazing. Won the Super Bowl. Then, you know, injuries were a concern. Then he was healthy, but didn't have health around him. And then he played shit. And then now his coach got fired. Now he's getting he's like, it, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. But yeah. we'll see what happens. So. We shall see. But I think we'll wrap it on that. Uh, so stay tuned, everyone. All right. I'll catch you. All right. Peace out. Peace.